Hello and welcome back to How to Buy a Kitchen or Bathroom, the podcast. Thank you for joining me again this week. I'm Lindsay Blair and I hope you're enjoying series one of this podcast brought to you by these3rooms.com. This week, as usual, I'm going to be joined by a lovely expert to talk all things bathroom storage. I'm pretty sure we could do a whole series dedicated just to storage. It's so important and I do love a bit of storage. Can you really ever have enough? If I think about my bathroom at home, I have a big cupboard for towels, spare loo rolls and that sort of thing. Baskets filled with toiletries and a teeny cupboard under the basin filled with random things like toothbrush and shaver chargers, soaps, everything else that's waiting in the wings and cleaning products. And I reckon I could probably do with more storage still. Does that sound familiar? Well, this episode is definitely one for you. Today, we'll look at how to decide on the right bathroom storage setup for you, ideas for the types of storage you could have in your bathroom, plus clever little designer tricks you'll definitely want to bring into your home. Need some help finding those all-important kitchen or bathroom suppliers? From kitchen and bathroom companies that can help with your whole redesign to brands specialising in sinks, taps, showers, tiles and so much more, head on over to the These Three Rooms directory and search using your postcode to see which companies are close to you. Simply visit these3rooms.com forward slash directory and we'll help to get your project going. So welcome to the podcast, Charmaine White, who is an interior designer and founder of the White House Interiors based in Bedfordshire. Hello, Charmaine. How are you? It's lovely to have you on the podcast. Hello, Lindsay. Thank you for having me. I am very well. Thank you very much. So you were just telling me that it's school holidays for you now. So you're you're going to have a busy few weeks ahead of you. Yes. So I am installing a huge project in about three or four weeks time. And yes, it's the school holiday. So that will be interesting juggling the sort of wrap up and install of this project with my one year old and also my five year old. So <laughs> all fun and games, really. <laughs> busy, busy, busy. Now, today's episode is about bathroom storage, and I'm sure you've got absolute loads to say about bathroom storage as you mentioned you're working on projects right now so and you've already told me that bathroom storage is something you feel strongly about so why is that well Lindsay I am a stickler for bathroom storage and I I say this from my own my own experience like I have a lot of product I'm pretty sure a lot of women do but um I have a lot of product mostly for my hair You know, having Afro hair means you've got all these different things that you need to do to it. So I have a lot of product and I have a cabinet in my bathroom full of stuff. And if I didn't have that space, I just don't know what I would do. So whatever it is that you need to store, whether it be, you know, cosmetic products, hair stuff, cleaning stuff, you know, I think it's really important to get as much storage in a bathroom where possible. Yeah, and it's not even just the product, is it? It's the product waiting in the wings as well. <laughs> yes, the stuff that you're bulk buying. Yes, I am not one of those people who buys one of something. I have to buy two of something. Or if I'm trying out a couple of different shampoos, let's say, I've got those on the go, you know. In the so yes, it, it's the, I love that waiting in the wings. The stuff that's waiting in the wings. 
It's true. The worst bit, I've got a cupboard in my bathroom where I put the wit and the wings stuff. And sometimes I forget it's even there. And then, you know, if I'm having a bit of a sort out, I'll think, oh, okay. Already had one of those. I forgot I had that. that. (laughs) Let's get it out. Now, in the previous episode, we did one on small bathrooms, which, you know, is something we need to cover when we come to storage as well for a bathroom. Because in the UK, we're not blessed with big bathrooms, generally speaking. The average size, as we mentioned in a previous episode, is about the size of two king size mattresses put together, which is about 4.4 metres squared. So making sure that everything's, you know, got a place and everything's in its place is really, really crucial. But what I want to know from you is when you're working on your projects and you're working with homeowners to do their spaces, what are they asking you about when it comes to storage? So one of the things that I always ask whenever we're doing a bathroom remodel is who is using this bathroom? Because it could be that it's the family bathroom, in which case you've got not just product and things to deal with. There's the adage of bath toys and all of those things. Or if it's a master ensuite, for example, you maybe are needing a little less storage. So depending on whose bathroom it is or who's going to be using the bathroom is where we kind of look at what type of storage we need. The most obvious thing and the easiest thing, I should say, is a vanity unit. So whether you've got an undermount sink or a surface mounted sink, you know, the easiest way to get storage is a vanity unit where you have either drawers or it's a cupboard where you can put said product, bath toys, whatever that might be. But as you say, bathrooms aren't very big even smaller than 4.4 metres in some cases where it comes to new builds. They are rooms that would need to work really, really hard. So as designers, we need to think (laughs) really, really hard and come up with clever solutions wherever possible. Yeah, I think it's really about, you know, thinking first about the stuff that you have and then figuring out ways or working with a bathroom designer to figure out ways of you know, where to put it. Is there an element that you should do a bit of life admin and cull some of the stuff? Absolutely. I mean, as you say, we have these bottles of shampoo that we may or may never use. As you say, the question to ask yourself is actually, do these need to live in the bathroom? Can they be put or stored somewhere else? So as part as, as I say, as part of the question that I ask my clients in terms of what it is they need to store, you know, we will look at if there is somewhere else that these items could be stored for example your cleaning products instead of actually living in the bathroom they could maybe live in a cupboard in the hallway or you know in the kitchen and it just means that you or a a kitchen cupboard let's say underneath the sink and it just means that you take them out as and when you're cleaning the bathroom a little bit more of a journey but you know if you don't necessarily have the storage in the bathroom that's as you say a way of sort of culling what you actually keep in there so as not to overwhelm the space because they have to work pretty hard bathrooms unfortunately but if you haven't got the space for it it can be a bit of a challenge yeah I mean arguably bathrooms probably one of the hardest working rooms in the house you know it's used by multiple people every single day multiple times a day especially now that we're probably at home more than we ever have been throughout the day so having it organized really is key to a stress-free life there's nothing worse is there than going into a bathroom and having to like wade through the clutter and that's my personal view and I love going into a room where everything has its place and it's just nice and you can sort of breathe out especially if you're using your bathroom as a bit of a sanctuary at the end of a busy day. Well that's it and the last thing you want to see is bottles of bleach and toilet cleaner and all of these things so absolutely yeah yeah. 
We don't want a reminder of cleaning the bathroom because no, that is a chore. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Well, we we do need to keep so much stuff. So some of the things like toothbrushes, obvious things, toothbrushes, toothpaste, toiletries, loo rolls, spares, like the cleaning products that you mentioned. But there's also towels and medicines. There's so many different things that we need to put in there. So even if you've had a cull and you've sort of narrowed it down to the things that you have to keep in the bathroom... How do you make sure there's enough storage in there to actually suit the products that you need to keep there? Yes, yes, yes. Well, I mean, let's just start with, as I said, the sort of simple vanity unit that would sit underneath your sink some way, somehow. They often tend to have two drawers and you find that those drawers are quite deep. So in actual fact, you know, depending on how you divvy up the drawer, you could get a few spare hand towels in there. Again, depending on the depth a few bottles of shampoo, spare toothpaste or extra toothpaste, extra toothbrushes, maybe a hairbrush or two. I, I tend to find that a good sized vanity unit, and, and when I say good size, I'm not talking about an, a, an oversized vanity unit. They tend to be about 600 mil, so 60 centimetres wide and about three or four, well, 400 mil deep. So as I say, depending on if it's a freestanding piece or a wall fixed piece you would have at least one to two drawers underneath that also taking into fact that you've got waste pipes etc going behind these units as well but they are now being built quite cleverly with storage within those drawers with enough space for your day-to-day essentials I often find a drawer under a vanity unit is more practical than a cupboard that you have to get on your knees and sort of delve into and like you said the drawers they can be quite deep, so you can put bottles standing up in there. You could put your electric toothbrush standing up in there. They're really practical, aren't they? They are. They are. They've come a long way, actually. As I said, I tend to find that you can get your day-to-days in a, in a good-sized or standard-sized, let's say, vanity unit. Yeah, so is a vanity unit something that you would endeavour to put into most of your new bathrooms? Absolutely. In terms of bathroom and storage, my first point or starting point would be a vanity unit as opposed to a wall fixed sink with a lovely stone top and nothing underneath it that's a missed opportunity in my book there should always be a unit underneath the sink yeah tick next to a vanity unit I think what you said about wasted opportunity is something that really sticks in my mind there because I think once you have a bathroom installed for example and it looks beautiful the worst thing that could happen is that when you actually start living with that new bathroom and you think oh I really wish I'd just put a little cupboard there or I wish I'd done that or I wish I'd made my mirror uh, you know recessed it with a cabinet in it or something like that what you want to aim to avoid is that feeling of I wish I'd done this because you end up with bottles lying around rather than perfectly stored somewhere. Absolutely. And the thing with bathroom renovations, if you do have the opportunity to build in niches for cabinets, niches within showers and all of that sort of stuff, then absolutely you should do so. Because as you say, just coming away from, you know, um, storage for like everyday essentials, but like in the shower, for example, nothing worse than having a shower where you kind of have to there's nowhere to put your shampoo bottles or, or, or body wash they, and you know you're kind of having to put it on the floor next to you and bending down and you know you just kind of want it to be at eye level where you can easily reach grab do your thing put it back and, and away you go really so yes if you are doing a bathroom renovation and have the opportunity to do something like that then it's absolutely something that you should look at. 
I've seen a few. I've seen a few projects where the um, the designer has built in sort of the traditional style mirrored cabinet, but rather than it sticking out from the wall, it's actually recessed into a stud wall, which I think is really clever because you get that flush, slick look, but behind the mirror is some really useful storage. Is that something that you've seen or you've done in your project? Most definitely. That's, I have to say, probably my favourite way of doing above counter level storage. You have to bear in mind with those types of cabinets that they're not very deep. So those cabinets... I mean, in America, they call them medicine cabinets. I think we call them there here too. But, you know, as you say, they would usually be behind a mirror. Those cabinets are really great for storing things like perfumes, deodorants, you know, quite smaller bottles as opposed to huge shampoo bottles and that sort of thing. So, you know, Q-tips. Q-tips? Where are we? (laughs) Cotton buds, you know. cotton buds in America I know what uh, you cotton meant cotton buds you know what I meant so like cotton buds and those sorts of like dental floss that kind of thing but again the thing to bear in mind with those sorts of cupboards is a they are quite shallow and if you are having it as a cabinet that sort of opens again you've got to have the space within the room where you can open that cabinet fully and you're not having to back out of the door and able to be open to open the door so so all things to consider but it all depends on space is what I will say. Yeah, that's a really good point, isn't it? Like, think if you're going to have cupboards that open or drawers that open or cabinets mounted on the wall that open, think about what actually that door is going to be like when it's open because it's got to be practical for actually getting into the storage as well, hasn't it? Now, in my bathroom, I have a big cupboard, which is actually really useful because I keep all my towels in there. I've got loo rolls waiting in the wings in there as well. But it used to be a boiler cupboard, and I'm sh- I'm thinking lots of people probably used to have a boiler in their bathroom or they might have a cupboard in there. I mean, some people take that cupboard out and put a bath or a shower in place of it. But for those who have, like me, it's actually really practical. So what's your thoughts on using a boiler cupboard? Should you use it for storage or should you get rid? Good question. Now, when you say boiler cupboard, are you meaning that it had one of those huge cylindrical tanks in? Do you mean that? Cu- exactly right, that, okay. yeah. So I live in quite an old house, so yes, exactly that. Okay, so those cupboards are prime real estate, in my opinion, because those tanks, well, you'll know, is that they're, they're huge. So there's a couple of ways in which you could address an area like that. If you, for example, have a bathroom which just has a bath and you've got a a shower of the bath and a screen, let's say, and you have one of these cupboards in your in your bathroom with this tank in and you are going to remove it. If you wanted a freestanding shower in the bathroom, so it turns into more of a four piece than a three piece suite, that's an area that you could look at putting in a freestanding shower or alternatively, absolutely use it as a storage cupboard. So get lots of shelves in there so that you could have your excess towels loo rolls anything in there because as I said those cupboards are quite large so in actual fact you could get everything from outside of the bathroom into that cupboard and just be able to shut the door and not have to see it you know yeah yeah mine is big like I say I mean it's a it's extremely useful but at the same time I probably need to go and organize it a bit better is what I'm thinking because <laughs> it's so big you can just shove well, that's stuff it. in it, that's it it could it's in danger really then of becoming an area where you just shove stuff in and then stuff gets lost yeah. down the back and okay prime real estate good tip so i guess if you've got the space you know elsewhere in the bathroom and you can have the luxury of keeping that 
cupboard for storage, then, you know, that's brilliant in terms of storage needs. Now, you mentioned niches before, and this is something that comes up quite often when I talk to bathroom designers. I like the idea of open shelving. It's a trend that's really took off in the kitchen, and I think it is in the bathroom now as well. So these niches are sort of built in, and you have tastefully arranged jars with your cotton pads in there or candle or a nice house plant that sort of thing now it always looks nice but how practical is that on a day-to-day basis do you think so I think it depends really Lindsay where the niche is so as I mentioned before I think a niche within a shower cubicle is handy for resting shampoo body wash bottles and that sort of stuff you can do wonderful things with lighting these niches so that you know when if you're incorporating lighting design into the bathroom you could have like a spot in there or you know an led strip but in terms of day-to-day practicality i mean look, this is a bathroom it is used isn't it so it could be that you know you get water build up in there or scummy like soapy scum sort of build up in there and that's just something that to think about you know if you are going to be building something like that within a shower niche it will get water in it so you are just going to have to make sure you're sweeping that out as you would maybe if, if you were sort of cleaning the shower glass it's just what it's another area unfortunately that you're going to have to remember to clean when it's it's bathroom cleaning day so that's kind of one area in where you could put a niche another area would be above a wall hung toilet for example those tend to sort of be built off of the wall because it needs to allow the frame within the space so you could take that wall all the way up and build some niches in above a toilet again you could light it you could have shelves within it where you have you know jars of things or purely just decorative items Um, it's entirely up to you less messy in terms of you know not directly in water so not needing to be cleaned from that point of view um, but it is or could be a focal point you know you could put art in it for example if if you didn't want to put anything practical in there you could have a niche with a you know I don't know a Van Gogh or whatever it is you, you might fancy <laughs> above the toilet you know so there's ways in which that you can do them but as I said it, it would it just depends on which area in which you're planning to put it um, we've done niches above baths before so where we've had a sort of standard bath which is 1700 mil we've done a niche almost the same length as that above the bath so you could put a candle in or a glass of wine when you're having a bath I mean who does that I wish I I want to but you know with two kids it's just not possible but you know (laughs) yeah I've seen uh, I've seen that done in many a project and it always looks great but yeah you're right who really has the time I mean I love a shower more than a bath anyway, so I don't have time to sit there every night and have a glass of wine, unfortunately, with a candle lit bath. That would be living the dream, (laughs) wouldn't it? It would, yeah. You mentioned the uh, space above a wall hung toilet and that's that would I would say that's prime real estate for storage as well. So if you can go the niche way and make it sort of a decorative, but you can also sort of hide storage behind that, can't you, if you put some doors um, and make it almost like a little hidden yeah. cupboard. And that could be similar, you know, you could either have it as one 
if your basin is next to the toilet, let's say you could either have it as one big cupboard or two separate cupboards or just one above the toilet. As you said, that's where you could get it to the depth where you could put your spare loo rolls in there. So any guests that are coming over and using this bathroom, let's say, don't have to bother you and be like, excuse me, can we have some more loo roll? You know, you just look <laughs> above the cupboard. It's there, you know, above, above the loo. Sorry, it's in the cupboard. Um, so, yeah, absolutely prime real estate in terms of being able to get some storage in there, too, also. Yeah, what are your views on, obviously a lot of the, the storage we've talked about so far is fitted and it's built into the actual structure of the bathroom. Um, what are your thoughts on freestanding furniture versus fitted furniture? Is it best to have a mix of both or one or the other? I have to say I like a mix of both. Um, I do like... Um, what they call like you know like those sort of wooden shower caddies that you see that are sort of freestanding mm -hmm. I do like those I have to say because you know they can be transported around the room so you know if you're a shower person you can kind of bring it over to the water shower area or if you're a bath person you could have it beside the bath and you've got all your bits and bobs there bath salts whatever it might be I think fully fitted all the way in could seem a bit well, I guess it's a different look. It's more of a contemporary look. But for me, it's probably a little bit too cold. So I like the idea. And again, space permitting, I like the idea of having a mix of the two, if I'm honest. Yeah, it's kind of softens the look, doesn't it? And I think at the minute we're seeing a trend called bathscaping, where it is all about, you know, accessorising your bath. Yes, I like that bathscaping. So we've got tablescaping and now bathscaping. I like that. Yeah, so do you know these bath boards that you can get? It's all about, you know, having a bath board and putting a tasteful candle and a plant and, you know, maybe a nice flannel that you'd put on your face. And it so it looks good when you're in the bath. You could put your wine and your buka whatever on there, but you can also accessorize it so it looks nice when you're not in not using the bath. And then the kids topple it over yeah. and they don't do <laughs> maybe just in my house. Yeah. <laughs> Well, it's a good point, isn't it? Because, you know, rubber ducks, games, all the rest of it, you need somewhere to put all of that stuff. What about, I know we've talked generally about bathroom, but what about if you have a small, small bathroom? So yes, the UK bathrooms are, are tend to be on the smaller side, but what if you really got a very small area to play with? What sort of storage would you put in there? So in a small bathroom, this is where I think freestanding storage solutions come into play, really you've got these sort of towers haven't you that you can get sometimes they're made of wicker or wood or plastic <laughs> where you kind of have little drawer compartments in you know those sorts of things are pretty good shelves you know just putting up a, a floating shelf above head height if you will so maybe above the bath on the back wall let's say you know you can put like a shelf on the wall where you can obviously introduce storage um but I think, yeah, in small bathrooms, freestanding furniture or freestanding storage solutions is your friend, really, in those sorts of spaces. It's tricky because if you don't necessarily have anywhere where you could build in or add to, then that's really the only option, I think. Yeah, I mean, you can, you know, there's some really stylish products out there for freestanding things. I think, you know, it's not necessarily all about sort of chunky white plastic anymore. It's, you know, you can get some really design-led, lovely sort of brass fittings. I'm thinking about an an anthropology magazine rack with a loo roll holder attached to it. It's just quite well, cool. Well, this is it. Or like yeah. even hooks. Hooks come in a whole range of different materials and finishes now. No, absolutely. And I yeah. think... And of course, baskets. The thing to sort of... Well, yes, baskets are 
amazing. The thing to think about with storage, not just in the bathroom, but in any other room really, is it doesn't necessarily have to be for that purpose. So instead of thinking, oh, I've got to find a bathroom cabinet. Well, actually, no, you can find, as you say, hooks, baskets. You can make it so long as it's I guess waterproof (laughs) you know you can find something that would be suitable for the room and it you know gives you I guess more of an aesthetically beautiful storage yeah that's a really good tip don't necessarily just shop in the bathroom section you could shop in the whole house section why not now what I'm getting from this like with many things interior design is you really need to think about everything that you need to store from the get-go so don't go in all guns blazing you know really think about the stuff you have to store and how you're actually going to solve that problem. Can you, as an interior designer, share any really secrets of the trade, shall we say? Any great tips that our listeners can take away when they're thinking about what to do with their bathroom storage? Secrets of the trade. Is anything a secret anymore? (laughs) (laughs) Probably not. You know, um, oh goodness. I like, again, space permitting baskets they add a bit of warmth because if you know bathrooms tend to be quite cold rooms in that they're you know either fully tiled or it's mostly just tiles in there there's no nothing else you very rarely have blinds or anything like that in bathrooms so I like to add baskets for warmth I don't think this is a secret there's nothing breaking news here but I like to add warmth in a bathroom with baskets you can have you know open top baskets or lidded baskets and they're great for as I say putting in like bath toys and all of that sort of thing. In fact, the ones that I tend to look at when I'm doing a basket in a bathroom are the ones that you would use for a garden planter because they have a plastic lining in them. Ah, so okay. they, Top yeah. Tip. So you know, when you're kind of taking the bath toys out and they're all wet, I mean, nobody's going to stand there and dry each individual toy, are they? So you can kind of chuck them in there, and it's not going to sort of seep through or make the the wicker, whatever it's made out of, mouldy or anything because it has that plastic lining in. That is an excellent tip. So you could even find your bathroom storage in the, in the garden, garden center. Exactly that. Thinking outside the bathroom. Absolutely. Brilliant. I love that tip. Now, I ask every guest that comes on the podcast the same question to round off the episode, and that's their golden rule. So what is your golden rule for bathroom design, generally speaking? Okay, so my golden rule for bathroom design is, oh, is it a rule though? I don't know. Maybe it's more of a preference. I like a shower screen. Now, I'm not necessarily talking about a shower screen in a walking in shower clothes or anything like that. I mean, over a bath. Please, 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 let's do away with shower curtains. (laughs) (laughs) People have a real thing about shower curtains, don't they? I don't like them. I mean, they're a real faux pas. Oh, yes. If, you know, (laughs) if they were to sort of die a sad death tomorrow, I wouldn't be sorry at all. So, yeah, I mean, my sort of personal preference and maybe golden rule if I'm doing a shower over a bath is a lovely shower screen. And not the folded ones either, because, you know, the ones that Constantina, because you find that, you know, if you've ever been to a hotel or somewhere where they have those, you you can't ever get them straight. They don't sit on the side of the bath. Water's leaking outside the thing, you know, where possible, a sort of fixed not fixed piece of glass but a single piece of glass that can be you know either folded away because you can fold them both ways now you don't always have to fold into the shower they can fold outside the shower but again this is all space permitting so bathrooms are notoriously tricky spaces to design because of space and materials really but I just don't ever want to see shower curtains in (laughs) (laughs) what a place to end this episode on 
goodbye to the shower curtain is the feeling that I'm getting from you, Charmaine. Well, thank you so much. I don't know about you, speaking to the listeners, but I have now an urge to go home and sort all my bathroom cupboards out, get everything out, have a cull and really get it all organised. And I think next time I go to the shop, I need to be looking outside of the bathroom section to find perfect bathroom stuff and possibly even go to the garden centre. So thanks, Charmaine. It's been an absolute pleasure. No, thank you very much for having me. Great. Well, I'll let you go and thank you again. It's been a pleasure. Thank you very much, Lindsay. Thank you very much for coming. Thank you so much to Charmaine from the White House Interiors there for sharing all of her bathroom storage knowledge. What a great episode that was. I really like the idea of shopping outside of the bathroom section of a shop to find lovely items that you could use for storage within your bathroom. So, you know, you can think outside the bathroom or think outside the box and get lots of lovely baskets, nice wooden caddies, you know, little accessories that will make the space feel a little bit warmer, a little bit more like an inviting living space, but still have that really good storage functionality as well. Now, as with any sort of room design, it really, really pays to call in the experts. So when you're thinking about your bathroom, if you work with a bathroom designer who really knows their stuff or an interior designer like Charmin, they can advise on how you can use the structure of the room and all of the little crevices and niches and really maximise every opportunity for the storage that you could achieve. Like Charmaine said, it's all about maximising every opportunity. You don't want to look back and think, oh, I really wish I had got space built in for X, Y or Z. So really think about what you need to store and then go from there. In a few episodes time, I am going to be answering your questions. So if you are planning your new kitchen or bathroom and have a dilemma you need some help with, please email your question to me at hello at these three rooms.com and hopefully I'll be able to help you out. For now, thank you as always for listening and join me next time for more of how to buy a kitchen or bathroom, the podcast. Podcast.